to helping teachers thrive. Today, I'm going to be talking about competitions and why incorporating competitions into our teaching, into our lessons is so important, as well as how we can do this, how we can go about incorporating competitions to help keep our students engaged and focused and motivated in our lessons. And again, they're a great way to get those most disruptive students engaged in lessons because our students thrive off of competitions they love it and i've used competitions so many times in my lessons my classroom best based lessons as well as my p lessons of course as a PE teacher but it works so well with students to keep them focused and motivated in their learning now the easiest way that i've done this is to do table versus table quizzes where they come up with their own team name in their table so if you've got a table set out in groups of four they come up with their own team name or you can do rows of table even if you wanted to, as well as their own keyword that they're gonna say when they put their hand up, a bit like a buzzer, um, or even an animal sound I've done with the young ear groups, um, just to make it a bit more funny for them, a bit more engaging. And then they just take part in a quiz in their tables, in their groups, and they keep track of the scores on the whiteboard so they can see it themselves, and I just do, do tallies um, on the whiteboard in terms of tracking their scores. You could do team-based challenges again. You can work in tables where you provide a team of students with a task or a problem, a challenge that they need to try and solve and they need to try and overcome. In the previous episode, I talked about making the most disruptive students your team leader. So you can do that in this situation as well, where your most disruptive student, the ones that are not so engaged, are your team leaders and they actually lead the group. But create those challenges, those team challenges, problems that they can overcome as a team and I've given out points not only for obviously how well they do the fact that they win but I've given out points for things like teamwork communication skills um, listening skills not arguing things like that you can make up what you want to give points out for I've deducted points as well for, for groups that have argued too much not listened to each other so create those mini challenges where they overcome problems to do with your content that you're teaching um, overcome challenges because again it boosts their self-esteem it boosts their motivation um, helps them focus remain focused in lessons and you can keep track of these as well if you wanted to over a term for example you could have team you could have students working in specific teams for a whole term for a whole six weeks and you keep track of their scores and the results and they get some sort of prize reward at the end of the term whether it's a certificate um, or if you have some sort of reward system in your school where you give out points to students and they accumulate those and they get vouchers for things like HMV. And um, I know I had Vivo back in the day, I mentioned this in my video before, um, when I was at my previous school. So you can do that, reward them as a team at the end of the six weeks, but then change the teams up every six weeks. So these students have got someone else that they're working with, someone else that they're competing with and other students they're competing against in the class. So create these mini challenges for your students. You can also do head-to-head -head challenges in pairs. Now I've done this in a year 12 sport lesson a couple of years ago where I was teaching students about respiratory systems and the respiratory system and different parts of the respiratory system and what they each did, that description of those parts of the system. And I had a grid on my PowerPoint slide with all the key parts of the respiratory system, just the keywords. I gave them a minute, minute to memorize as many as they could. Of course, they probably knew some of them already. Um, and then in their pairs, they went head to head, where one person had to say one keyword and the next person had to say another keyword. They had to keep going until one person couldn't give, come up with a keyword. And that meant the other person won. Now, of course, if you, we ran out of keywords, <laughs> then there'd be a drop. But most of the time it was the case that one person couldn't think of one 
and therefore the other person won. And then I gave him another minute to do it again, memorize those keywords, and then go head to head um, again with the student. And then I had a slide with, a, again, a grid with all the different descriptions. Like it was a couple of sentences for each, descriptions of the structures of the skeletal system. Now, this was a bit harder, so I gave them two minutes to try and remember as many as they could. And then in their pairs, they went head to head. One person would say a structure, so for example, epiglottis, and the other person had to then describe that structure to the person. Again, whoever couldn't do that, they lost the other person won. I gave them another couple of minutes to memorize it and practice again. So yeah, it was a bit challenging, of course it was, but this was a year 12 class, but it brought in that competition amongst the students. And because they're a sport class, they love competitions anyway, but this will work with any year group, any type of subject, doesn't matter if it's sport or not, where students can go against each other, go against their partner and compete with each other. It can be any keywords, any statements that you want um, to, put up on the board for them to remember and then try and go head to head with each other to try and challenge each other. Now in my um, special needs school where I only have 12 students in the class, I have two TAs, I had a student who really struggled with remaining in the lesson. They really, really struggled, especially when it was maths and English. They didn't like it um, and then within minutes they were out of the lesson. So I came up with an idea to give the student the competition. Because I know they thrived off of competition. They thrived off of competing against somebody or even against themselves, like making, like competing to be better at something. So I came up with this idea with the student. I said, look, I'm going to time you from the start of the lesson to see how long, not only can you remain in the lesson, but stay focused on the work and do the work. And it was unbelievable. The very first time they did this, they remained in the lesson. They did the work the whole lesson and I made such a big deal out of it with this student. I said, I, I even took a picture of, because I timed it on my watch, I took a picture of my watch. I said, look, I'm going to keep a track of all of these to see how often you can do this. How free, like, how, can you keep doing this? Can you keep this up? How consistently you can do this? Um, so I did that with a student for only for about a term, because obviously you can't do it every single lesson for a whole year. It's quite a long time, but it worked. There were times, yes, of course, where she would get up and start heading towards the door. I said, but I'm about to stop timer then because you're leaving the room. And they but I'm just going to go to the toilet, so I'd stop it. They'd come straight back. There were times, of course, that they did go out. But again, they did come back after a few, after a few minutes, after five minutes. It wasn't a case of, I'm not coming to this lesson. Off they go for the whole lesson. Um, so these sort of things, it does work. Um, of course, I have had a small class. I had TAs in the time as well, at time to support me with this. So it was a bit easier. When you have 20 to 30 students in the class, that makes it a lot difficult. Of course, it does. Um, but I also had another situation with a student where... They couldn't keep their hands sort of to themselves. They were constantly doing, playing with things, throwing things, disrupting other students. So I went, just straight away, I just sat on my hands, went, look, copy me, sit on your hands, and let's see who can sit on their hands for longer. Whoever can, wins. And they did it. They sat on their hands straight away. Of course, again, you, this was more towards the end of the lesson, so I had about half an hour, 20 minutes left. So it wasn't too bad. Sit on your hands the whole lesson, that's not easy, especially when they're writing as well. Um, but we are doing a lot of discussion because it was a PSHE lesson. So they did it. Of course, um, they, it lasted quite a long time to be fair. Yeah, they did end up raising their hand, but that's a natural thing. It's, it's, we can't stop ourselves from doing that. But they did it, they sat still for a good 10, 15 minutes. Um, so that worked, because again, it was, another, it was a quick challenge that I just did off the cuff, um, just to help them remain focused and not, not worry about picking things up and throwing things around at people. 
And of course, like I said, I had TAs as well that support me, that can give out my resources. So it's not easy if you haven't got other members of staff in the room that can support you. Of course, if you're on your own, 20, 30 kids, you won't be able to do things like that. But again, you can, you can incorporate other things into lessons to help your students stay more focused, but incorporate all these different competitions that you can help your students remain focused and stay motivated because they're competing against each other and try and keep track of it. Even if you had a whole, you had your whole class on a PowerPoint slide and you kept track of scores throughout the term where they were doing some sort of individual, for example, competitions throughout the term, but you'd have to adapt your competitions to ensure that every student achieved at some point, every student won at some point, because we don't want one student to have nothing because that can then increase their anxiety, increase their peer pressures um, in terms of in lesson feeling bad or be, potentially being bullied by the students. So we can keep a track of these, but make sure you manipulate it somehow so that every student has an opportunity to succeed. So it may be better actually to put them in teams rather than individual because then it's a team effort and they can then succeed as a team. You keep track of the scores as a team. So try and incorporate as many competitions as you can to break up your lesson as well. If you're not talking to students constantly, it motivates them. It makes you feel like you enjoy your lessons as well. So please don't forget to hit the follow button, leave me a review on iTunes, and thank you so much for tuning with me again today. And until next time, don't forget, keep on inspiring, keep on changing lives. Uh -huh.